five star telly saying two mic rhymes Speed up average MCs at the times Unlike them, we grab gems So systematically inclined to pin Hey, good morning. What's up on this extremely early edition of the Daily Mind Podcast? Oh boy, getting ready to head back home again. Um, my leave is now coming to an end, unfortunately. Um, spent the week up here in Baltimore, as you guys know, visiting the parents, getting as much time in, as much wisdom out of it, and all around just good quality time um just recording this episode a little early so that i can go to sleep and get ready i'm already packed up ready to go and tired as i am yep um just ready to go yeah uh yesterday what did i do yesterday um like i said i ran errands well did you know the whole track thing you know did that for about a mile kind of cut it short then i went to the laundromat washed my clothes because i don't like traveling with dirty clothes nobody should have to travel with dirty clothes um, from there, I bought a video game. I bought Red Dead Redemption for the Switch. I know it's kind of an old game, but it's for the Switch, and it's on a go, so why not? Also, um, from that point, I came back home, had dinner, and then I just stayed in the rest of the day, um, basically just watching TV. Um, Suzanne Summers passed away yesterday, so you know I ended up watching Three's Company for like a few hours. It came on uh, TV on Pluto TV. And then, you know, now, you know, finishing up the night watching the Jeffersons. And then now I'm doing this podcast for, you know, today, Monday. So, um, yeah. So I'm just kind of just knocking it out the way. It'll be the last episode in Baltimore. So maybe for a while, because you never know. Um, and then just go from there. Now, one thing I've learned about myself a lot more while, I, you know, because every time I come here, um, I learn a lot about myself and I change quite a bit. You know, your parents is worth oodles of knowledge and wisdom. And one thing I noticed about myself, and I noticed this for a while, is yes, I am very stressed out. And I could be in, in denial, try to find a way to beat around that. But yeah, I'm very stressed out. And I can feel it on my body. I have, you know, like I said before, I feel like I'm old. And it's true what they say about, you know, you feel how you think. So if you think you're old, you're going to feel old. Here I am, I'm 38 years old. I get up and I'm like, I have the movements of a 50-year-old lately. Like, I have a lot on my mind, a lot on my plate, you know, a lot of things about to happen, um, good and bad, I guess. And, um, yeah, just trying to, like, settle it all in because, you know, 40 now, I'm already half, almost halfway through life, I guess you could say. So now what's the next 40-so years is going to look like? That's kind of what I'm thinking. It kind of comes with the whole mid-age thing. I don't want to say per se that i'm in a midlife crisis maybe i am i don't know it's just a lot happening a lot of stress so with that being said tonight's episode oh sorry this morning's episode is going to be about stress not really about me but i am the inspiration behind the episode but it's going to be in general because we're all stressed the economy's crazy you got um, inflation going off the roof there's things happening in the middle east everybody's tense everybody's just it's hard to kind of just chill. You know what I mean? Like we work crazy, ridiculous hours, especially me. Um, military, you know how that goes. And as just everybody is just so stressed. The way I've been feeling is I've been having somewhat slight chest pains. I've been highly, I've been like routinely monitoring my heart rate with my Fitbit. It doesn't really spike up too crazy unless I'm doing something active. But I feel like the tightness in my chest, it's all stress. 
it really does take a toll on you. Stress is a is literally the silent silent killer. Um, and my dad was telling me how I, you know, my grandmother kind of like passed away because of stress. It just kind of consumes her body, if you will. And that just made, really made me think, you know, between everything, like I gotta take it easy. And you know, he even recommended I should go to therapy. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think, you know, there's you know that stigma, but. I might just look into it, you know, have somebody to talk to. Um, yeah, because, you know, you can have your family, your wife, husband, whatever, but, you know, maybe somebody on a more professional level you could talk to. So, you know, that just might be something I might just consider. Um, I really think it could be it could be helpful, you know. And I, I tend to knock things before I try it. Ask anyone. I'm very judgmental at first, and then when I, you know, go through it, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. It's actually um, pretty good. You know, and it helps, or I had fun, or something like that, you know. Always judge things. So, you know, all day today, I was reading about stress, how it affects you physically, mentally, sexually, everything. Because it literally consumes your body, and it has an effect on virtually every single thing um, that you do, or say, or think. So, um, I was trying to find some websites to kind of read off of. Um, but what better site than WebMD? I, you know, I, they, they kind of broke it down in a way where I can go through each little thing and break it down and give you an example of myself. Because you're probably going to hear a lot about my examples. But again, I'm really not trying to focus the show on me. In general, I'm just trying to, you know, you're trying to get the point across, okay? And, and everybody's going through it. And I'm pretty sure um, some of you out there that's listening um, tend to do some research, kind of look into it, should, you know, or find a way to manage your stress. All right, so I, I um, this is an article uh, written on August 19th, uh, two years ago. It was medically reviewed by Smitha Bandari, MD. Uh, this is coming from WebMD. It says stress symptoms um, by Heidi, Heidi Marks. Okay, um, they've written this article, um, and it starts off simply by saying stress affects us all. You may notice symptoms of stress when disciplining your kids during busy times at work, when managing your finances, or when coping with a challenging relationship. Stress is everywhere. And while a little stress is okay, some stress is actually beneficial. Too much stress can wear you down and make you sick both mentally and physically. Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, I get brain fog like a mofo. I get a lot of brain fog. It puts me in a very cloudy place. It takes away your ability to concentrate, focus. Sometimes you're just sitting there looking like a potato trying to figure it out. Um, it says the first step to controlling stress is to know the symptoms of stress. But recognizing stress symptoms may be harder than you think most of us are so used to being stressed we often don't know we are stressed until we are at the breaking point and that's where i'm trying to prevent myself from going the breaking point because you never know when the breaking point may come everybody glass is different sizes and that glass might take a little longer to fill than others uh, who knows when your breaking point is going to be and you don't want to wait long enough to find out all right it says what is stress okay it says stress <clears throat> stress is the body's reaction to harmful situations, whether they're real or perceived. When you feel threatened, a chemical reaction occurs in your body that allows you to act in a way to prevent injury. This reaction is known as fight or flight or the stress response. During the stress response, your heart rate increases, breathing quickens, muscles tighten, and blood pressure rises. You've gotten ready to act. Um, you've gotten ready to act. It is how you protect yourself. Okay, now I'm going to skip a couple of things and go right into what are the symptoms of stress because this is, this is what the episode is really about. 
what what are signs of stress? What does it cause? And you know, people die from this uh, stress. Again, that is because they allow themselves to get to the breaking point. And again, you you don't want to get to that point. It could be sooner. It could be later. But you have to do something about it. It says here uh, some of the symptoms of stress. It says stress can affect all parts of your life, including your emotions, behaviors, thinking ability, and physical health. No part of the body is immune. But because people handle stress differently, symptoms of stress can vary. Symptoms can be vague and may be the same as those caused by medical conditions. So it's important to discuss them with your doctor. Um, It says you may have any of the following symptoms of stress. Now, it breaks it down categorically. Emotional symptoms, physical symptoms, cognitive symptoms, behavioral symptoms, okay? And I'm going to go through each and every one of them. This might be one of my most important episodes because I might learn a thing or two um, because it's going to be a real challenge. For me, it's like day zero, okay? I take everything I've learned and talked about. I'm going to take the 11-hour drive, go back home, start over, day zero. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read down the emotional symptoms, okay? Because, again... It did say that no part of your body is immune. That means it can affect every single part of your body. So starting off with the emotional symptoms. One is becoming easily agitated, frustrated, and moody. This um, I noticed later, um, earlier yesterday or later yesterday as the evening worn on. Like I was kind of moody. I was just kind of in a place. Not moody in a way like I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just felt like bleh. You know, like, you know, like one of those rainy days where, you know, your body just tell you to stay inside and your body reacts to the low barometric pressure um, of the rain and the weather, depending on how bad it is. That that was me. And it was a nice day today. Um, it says feeling overwhelmed as if you are losing control and need to take control. That's where I'm at right now, um, especially learning what I've learned here is a lot. And even before I came here too. It feels like I, I, I have things all over the place and it's not seated where I need it to be. But see, you can't handle everything all at once. You're probably going to have to take one thing, fix it. Okay, once you got that under control, you go to another thing and you fix it. That's where I'm at right now trying to figure that out. Uh, it says here, having a hard time relaxing and quieting your mind. <sighs> Brother, <laughs> my mind is constantly busy. There's not a moment where it just can relax. Probably when I'm sleeping, and even then my mind is probably moving a mile a minute while I'm sleeping. It says, also, feeling bad about yourself, low self-esteem and feeling loneliness, worthless, and depressed. Remember, I've said it many times before. I think I said it in yesterday's episode, too, when it came to the staring episode. I have a low self-esteem. No man my age should even be at this point. But you got to understand there are roads that many that people travel that you know gets them to this point and it's kind of hard to get out and i'm working on it maybe not as fast maybe the whole therapy thing may just might just be the road i need to go to and then of course avoiding others now it's just me my mom and dad here and it's not like i spent the whole week avoiding them in their own house um (laughs) no but there has been bouts uh back home during work where i avoided people i would literally just went into a corner and did my you know did my own thing like you know i was on my phone or i just sat there and just kind of thinking about things i didn't want to be bothered with no one i don't know how i'm going to react going back and it's not really the attitude i want to display you know what i mean especially in my line of work but i was i was sort of in a dark place just having so much on my mind and 
the heart palpitations too. Again, there was the moments where you know I just felt like shit just got a little bit too real. That's why I'm glad I got this Fitbit too because it measures my heart in real time. I take it pretty seriously because I could be a very stressed out person. All right, so those were the emotional symptoms. Let me get into the physical symptoms, and I experienced just about all of the shit um, going down the list. All right, so physical symptoms, starting with low energy. That's where I was yesterday towards the evening. I, I Maybe it was kind of like a lazy Sunday, whatever, or just the thought of me having to leave and go back home. I was down for the count. I sat here. I had no idea what to do with myself. I'm sitting there watching TV. Then I'll switch over to my phone, back to the TV. I'm just kind of like semi-laying there on the bed trying to figure it out. Like I had no energy. But I had enough energy to get up and go do the track, you know, run my little errands. But after that, zap. Headaches? Um, Not this time around. I guess because I'm here and I'm relaxing, I'm sort of like on vacation. So, no, not really headaches. Upset stomach and to include diarrhea, constipation, and nausea? Yeah, I mean... I guess it affects, I don't know how it affects your stomach per se, but yeah, it, it, it does. I've had, I've been through this as well. Um, also, aches, pains, and tense muscles. Brother, my back has been tense and cracking <laughs> for the past few days, I'm telling you. Um, my wife, I, like I said before, my wife about a couple of weeks ago had to go to the hospital because she had like a swelling on her shoulder, like her neck. And it was like a sharp pain to it. It was on a Sunday. I had to drive it to the hospital. They couldn't really figure out what it was. But given how much she works, it was it's stress. I, I told her, I was like, it's stress. And then my dad mentioned something about like a pain on his neck too because stress. Yeah, stress. Your body will tell you it's stress, whether it be hives, rashes, headaches, brain fog, blurry vision. It's going to let you know like, hey, something's up. Something is up. Blood pressure will be your biggest indicator. If anything, but not a lot of us have like personal blood pressure um, machines. I know that um, the new, what is it, Charge 2 or this new, one of Fitbit's newest, most expensive watches, actually. This shit's $300. This watch measures your blood pressure in real time. And they're also incorporating other smart watches that can do the same. I think that's important. If your watch can measure your blood pressure accurately, I think that would really help a lot in a sense that it will slow people down. People will see that, oh, man, I need to take a break. I need to sit down. I need to take a day off. Yeah, because it's not like it's everyday people measure their blood pressure. No. You know, it only really comes when you go for your physical or, you know, you get admitted to the ER. They take your blood pressure automatically, you know, in that aspect. But not that people are doing this shit every day. Um, it says... Uh, <clears throat> Chest pain and rapid heartbeat. Again, this, I went to the hospital for this because I, my last Fitbit, that shit went from like 80-something to like 116, 120. And I took a really deep breath. I was like, I need to go. I went straight there. They sent me home. And it was really just lack of sleep in that case, too. But that can also be contributed to stress as well. But to be fair, I was doing a lot of road tripping up and down the Northeast, too. Um, but chest pain and rapid heartbeat. Oh, absolutely. It feels like you're having a heart attack. It really, really does. And it feels like your, your chest is sinking in. Um, this next one, insomnia. I'm not an insomnia. I don't have a hard time sleeping. I really don't. I don't sleep enough. Uh, according to my watch, it tells me I'm sleeping on an average five and a half hours every night. And I think since I've been here on vacation, I think the longest sleep I had was six and a half hours. 
that was the longest sleep. But on average, I'm sleeping five and a half hours against a one hour time change going forward on the you know Eastern Standard Time because where I live, it's central. So, you know, you get kind of like, um, since I drove jet lag, sort of, you know, it's still jet lag. I call it jet lag even if I'm driving. It has the same effect. Uh, frequent codes and infections. Yeah, because your immune system, apparently, for what I read on other sites, starts to break down. Um, like, when your body doesn't have enough energy to um, get going, it's, we it's weak enough it can't fight off certain simple codes. And before you know it, you're getting sick all the time. And it's because your immune system is so weak, it can't fight anything. Um, now, this one, <clears throat> I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. The loss of sexual desire and or ability... Now, not the ability part, but the desire, because I have not really been thinking about that all, at all. Actually, for the past couple of weeks, if you want to be be fair, like nothing just sparks that, and not that the you know the equipment is not working. It's just it could just be stress. I'm not thinking about it. It's not a focal point, um, but it could get to a point where it really will mess up your sex life. So if you cherish your sex life, I think you should probably work on that. Um, nervousness and shaking, ringing in the ears and cold or sweaty hands and feet. The nervousness, I've experienced the nervousness. Um, I think what it is is like um, even if they're not around people, you can like start getting the shakes and stuff. The ringing in the ears, I don't understand that. Um, but according to some of this, I guess some people experience the whole ringing in the ears, the cold, sweaty hands. My hands do sweat profusely sometimes and even like when i could just be sitting there i guess i have an undiagnosed case of hyperhidrosis hyperhidrosis is excessive sweating um and i learned about that some time ago because i you know I, when google started really coming around i had to type it in and look it up like why is my hands always sweating and then you know hyperhidrosis i haven't been clinically diagnosed but um either it's that or it's just stress could be stress um dry mouth and hard time swallowing um, don't really experience that and clenching jaw and grinding teeth i knew a dude i swear to god this dude um when i was stationed overseas he would grind his teeth when he sleep to the point it woke people up and we were just like what the fuck is wrong with you now he didn't seem like a very nervous dude but sometimes looks can be deceiving but this dude grinds his teeth when he sleep I, I never heard anything like that i'm like what the fuck it could be a stressor or something it, it's a really really crazy habit it could be some sort of stress never really said anything about it but people ask me usually like, I, don't, I don't know why i do it i guess we'll never know why all right um now list also the cognitive i think this is like the most important like your mind being clouded by stress it's just as important if your body your overall body's affected by it but i think the mind yeah, because stress will have you thinking and wanting to do stupid things. Um, it says here, constant worrying. Let me tell you something. I worry about every single thing. And I try to mask it with, you know, Murphy's Law and all this shit. I mean, because I overthink everything. I mean everything. My, my thing is like, like my mom pointed out and my dad, they pointed out that I'm in a show where I, um, I, I come up with scenarios in my head reasons as to why not to do this or whatever and it's like these scenarios may likely not happen but i don't know maybe it's some sort of defense mechanism for me to come up with this 
but what it's doing is like it's it's <laughs> fucking me up <laughs> basically um this next one racing thoughts um i don't know i've never really had racing thoughts no um but everybody's mind is wired differently um i do tend to bounce around a couple of things but maybe it is racing thoughts um can't really quite touch that one uh forgetfulness and disorganization because mm. one minute i can put something down and i know a lot of you can attest to this where you can put something down on a table and for that split second it is gone just like that and you're like where the fuck is it and you just move it it just i just put it right there on the table and then it's like where because my mind tends to move too fast because i overthink a lot of things too so one minute again i could put something on the table and it's gone but all the while it's really just sitting there so what the hell am i doing you know what i mean sometimes like i just i just gotta slow down um this next one inability to focus that's where the the um the um the brain fog comes in like i get brain fog like crazy sometimes and sometimes i'll sit there and just stare at a blank and you know just i can't even think straight sometimes i can't remember anything because my mind, my mind is clouded with this brain fog. And that can lead to the poor judgment. Sometimes you can make some really stupid choices. Um, they may not necessarily be stupid, but not rational. It's, that's what it is. I wouldn't really say stupid choices. I'd say um, irrational um, decision-making. Um, things you wouldn't normally think about or th decisions you wouldn't normally make. It's just because you can't focus. And then, of course, this is me. Anyone you know... Anyone would tell you that I work with being pessimistic or seeing only the negative side. God, I, I'm probably the most negative person, according to a lot of people. Now, do I mean to be this way? No. And especially now at this point in my life, I want to see the positive side and everything. But I always see the negative because I, I guess you could say I'm a realist. But a lot of people are like, no, you're just a pessimist. You know, but real, being a realist and being a, a pessimist are two different things. Because you could be a realist and still have positive thoughts. A pessimist is just negative all the time. A realist may come off as both negative and positive. Um, but I, I, that's me. I always see, and my wife tells me this shit all the time. You're so negative. You're being pessimistic. I'm like, I'm being a realist. That's always my defense mechanism. I'm being a realist. But again, I'm probably being a pessimist too. Not even probably. I am being a pessimist. And again, I'm working on that. All right, so it goes into the behavioral symptoms of stress. Um, for example, changes in appetite, either not eating or eating too much. Ooh, okay, so I'm on the side of eating too much. I tend to eat sometimes out of boredom. Like today, I was just like getting up, going into the kitchen, randomly snacking on shit. I mean, I ate dinner, but even before dinner and after dinner, I'm going in there, grabbing a snack, this, that, this, that, because um, I'm just sitting there just kind of thinking about a lot of things, my anxiety, whatever. And I'm just like trying to figure it out. But while I guess like a little quick little creature comfort, a cookie here, a snack here, that's me. This next one, a for people who like procrastinating and avoiding responsibilities, let me tell you, I could be somewhere totally different if it wasn't for uh, me procrastinating uh, years ago. I tend to always put things to the side and say, well, I'll get around to it. And that really messes you up because it really hinders you from doing perhaps great things um amazing things you know because you're putting things aside for me i'm pessimistic 
I mean, not pessimistic. Uh, I'm a procrastinator in the sense that I don't want to fail. Like, I'm maybe I'm just afraid to do this, or you know, either it could be laziness, it could be just I'm afraid to fail. Like, I'm a big, I'm I'm afraid of failure. I think anyone is, but you know, um, in my case, I got to try to tackle things head on. Like, you're not gonna always be a success in everything. You gotta learn. You're gonna fail a couple of things. It's not the failure part. It's how you re, you know get back on your feet after the failure okay um but being pessimistic and, and, and it's, it's i know i'm stressed because just about everything on the cognitive the physical and the emotional i i got mostly all of it literally i got almost all of it um now the behavioral um because I, I was cognitive now the behavioral is um i'm sorry no i'm sorry let me rewind that there's one more for the behavior i was already on it um more use of alcohol, drugs, or cigarettes. Now, I thank God I'm not an alcoholic, a druggie, or a smoker. None of that applies to me whatsoever. And that's a good thing. But I know people, I know quite a few people in that boat where they drink heavily. I know dudes that go and drink 30 racks right after work. And they ain't even Friday sometimes. They just go and I'm like, I, mean, I never understand these dudes in the barracks, man. But it's a problem. A lot of these dudes in the barracks are not in a good place. Um, some of them just like drinking, okay? I get it. A lot of them are just, some, a good portion is not in a good place. So, uh, when I hear that, I'm like, I don't know how you can do that. I don't even, like, I go home, I'd be lucky if I, you know, pour a glass of wine and just call it, you know? Um, and then the last one here for behavioral, it's uh, having more nervous behaviors such as nail biting, fidgeting, and pacing. Think, I don't nail bite no more. That's good. But I do pace. Like, I caught myself today bouncing, like, I'll get a little burst of energy i'll be pacing back and forth blah 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 and you know fidgeting so my 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 fidgeting is um scratching my head like i'll sit there and scratch my head or or something like that or my posture i like to lean or cross my arms and something like that um but the nail biting i think i don't nail bite it's pretty disgusting all right so the next part of this article it says here what are the consequences of long-term stress okay now again if you don't if you let it get to that breaking point, this is where you'll end up. Um, it says mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, and personality disorders. Okay, cardiovascular diseases such as heart disease, high blood pressure, abnormal heart rhythms, heart attacks, and strokes. That's another thing I need to watch out for because now, you know, I get that tightening of the chest or the heart rate goes up here and there. And I'm constantly monitoring this thing on my Fitbit. Uh, obesity or other eating disorders. Uh, menstrual problems. Yeah. Ladies, it affects you. It affects us all in many ways. Again, it's not one part of the body that's not immune from stress. Uh, now, I read this part, this next one, this long-term effect for men. Um, sexual dysfunction, such as impotence and premature ejaculation in men and loss of sexual desire in men and women. Because you got to think, if your mind is clouded and judged, I mean, if your mind is clouded, you know, for us guys, you know, the blood has to rush from the brain to, you know, who. And if you can't think and focus and your mind is so clouded, guess what? He's not going to wake up. So now you got to sit there and you're like, man, why I can't get it up? You know, and the first person, first thing your partner will ask is something on your mind. What's wrong? You know, because it's literally up there that affects down there. And if your mind is cloudy, he's going to be cloudy, too. <laughs> And, 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 you know, you just that, 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 that sense of, you know, I don't feel like having, I don't want to do anything, you know. Some people might think, oh, well, you know, my libido's dying. 
No, because even the most sexually active person may hit a point and they may not want to do a damn thing. But again, they're the type that would do anytime, anywhere, but they don't want to. And then, of course, um, skin and hair problems such as acne, psoriasis, and eczema. You know, it's funny. I have a spot on my arm that flares up. It's this one spot every single time, and it's it flares up out of nowhere. Now, I do suffer from eczema, but not a really serious bout, not even close. But I notice there's a part of my arm that flares up once in the blue, and it could be pretty much contributed to that. And then uh, gastrointestinal problems such as uh, GERD, gastris, um, gastritis, ulcerative colitis, and irritable colon. That, in other words, constipation, diarrhea, <laughs> oh, shit, you might not be able to take a shit properly. Um, but again, you know, um, it, it's something I know I, I definitely got a head on, hit on, and it took a long time to get to this point to realize, like, I'm, I, I got to figure this out. Because in my, fa- on, in my family on both sides, high blood pressure and hypertension, big time, big time time my dad uh he gotten that uh, he got that pretty much under control but see now i'm up there in age and when i have two sides of the coin that has these symptoms i really need to slow down like tomorrow literally needs to be my day zero i need to start over again when i get home you know discuss some things that's on my mind with my wife that perhaps i've been keeping bottled up for a long time maybe even speak to somebody on a more professional level like I need to, and I and I need all of you who listens to this show to start. If you're in a situation where you're stressed, you, your back is up against the wall, you don't know what to do. Tomorrow or today needs to be your ground zero. It needs to be your day zero. You need to like figure that shit out because I'm telling you, it, it took me a long time. The stress is number one killer. When people say they're stressed, some people just say it sometimes just to be like, you know, I'm just like stressed. Do you really know what stress is? I mean, that's the thing. Stress has levels, and I mean levels, to where it could kill you. Like, do you really know what stress is? Like, we we all, like it says in the article, we all, um, a little stress is not bad. A little stress. But you have to look up and research. You know your body better than anybody else. What is, what stresses you out? What's your breaking point? But see, you don't want to get to your breaking point that's the one thing because by that point it could be too late but you can do research like i do like every day i do research you know on if i feel like there's something wrong i'll I'll, I'll read on it like i was reading on stress all day today I, i really was i was reading on stress all day and i learned quite a few things and that's what i like about this podcast too is that i'm learning as i go and that's why i'm glad i created this podcast because simply i'm i'm learning when I get into these topics, a lot of these topics come about because they're on my mind or I hear somebody around me speaking on it. And this is everyday shit. And I learn a lot behind this. And I learn, like, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm stressed. I need to relax. Now, for me, the podcast um, puts me at a particular ease, but I need to find things to put me at a much um, how can I say it? a um a lot of ease, I guess for lack of a better term, um, where stress ain't too crazy anymore. But you know, my podcast is my escape. And you know, again, I'm leaving my parents uh later on today and you know, it's I'm gonna take everything that they told me 
and I'm I'm going to apply it. Like I said, when I get home, it's going to be my day zero. Like if I got things to discuss with my wife that perhaps I've been holding the whole time, I'm going to talk about it. And just not just your wife or your husband or whatever, but people, people. Like get get stuff off your chest because I think that's the problem. I have so much on my mind and on my chest. I need to release this. Now, it doesn't mean release it in a way where you're going to be an asshole or be stupid or violent or anything like that. Cordial, of course. Professional, mature, of course. But you got to release it somehow because it's like it's like that water main. It's like that one pipe that's just been ready to burst, man. And when it bursts, it's a mess. So, I mean, it's something to look into. You know, they got a lot of websites that help out. Um, and again, speak to someone. I might just go speak to someone. You know, I mean, I know it's a stigma and it's been probably keeping me away because, you know, a lot of people look at therapy and they're like, oh, man, you know, that person going to therapy. Like, remember in The Sopranos when they found out Tony Soprano goes to therapy and nobody wanted to believe that shit because in the mob, you know, going to the therapy could be trouble. Means you, you might be, you know, spilling things out that should not be said. So you went to the therapy and they couldn't believe that Tony was going to that. And he's a big capo, like he, you know, that's not good kind of deal. But you get the point. The point is, is that the stigma behind going to therapy. But a lot of people too I spoke to, they said the same. They were like, you know, it's not bad, you know, it is not bad. It's not always what, you know, is perceived by other people. It it could just be you just talking. It don't have to be anything crazy. Just somebody to talk to. So you know, I'm, I'm gonna probably look into that. You know what I mean? What's what's the harm in it? I guess. I got I to gotta shake off a lot of these thoughts and Murphy Laws and all this other crazy shit. I got to shake it off. All right, anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. I, I'm, 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 I was looking at some of my analytics, and I'm getting a lot more listeners, which is awesome. I must be doing something right, or, you know, you guys are I like the show and recommending the show. I know there's probably, like, there's hundreds, if not thousands of different podcasts. You can't listen to all of them, but... I do appreciate the fact that you listen to mine, all right? So um, I'm going to start uh, getting ready. Um, actually, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep and so I can get up and get ready because right now it's about 12 o'clock where I'm at. And again, I'm just knocking this out for the day. Um, so once I get home, I'm good. I don't have to do one for today. I'm, I wake up on Tuesday and do one for Tuesday, if anything. All right, so hey, thanks for the podcast. I mean, thanks for listening to the podcast. And um, yeah enjoy your monday let's let's tackle on the week all right have a good one peace out ciao up in the five star telly saying to my rhymes be them average mcs of the times unlike them we craft gems so systematically inclined the pen lines